Hey, college football fans, this is Scott Duvall, one of your co-hosts from the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. You're listening to episode 19. Most of the time, when you tune into a WSLS podcast episode, we start with an interesting, funny, or random moment, which took place during the recording of that particular episode. Not this time. Why? Well, quick explanation here. Georgia has a bye this week, and last night, the three of us, myself, Tony Waller, and Will Leach, recorded an episode where Will had Tony and me list out the 13 SEC teams in order from 1 to 13 that we as Georgia fans hate to lose to. The reasons we gave ranged anywhere from team colors to objectionable fan bases to even whether or not we believe they should be members of the SEC in the first place. Texas (laughs) A&M. Needless to say, it's an in-depth discussion, that's hard to say, where a lot of fun and frivolity took place, and it ran pretty long. So as we were completing that long, drawn-out episode, we quickly realized that we then had to run through our weekly pick segment. Tony, who runs the picks every week, decided to place three Thursday night games on the board. So as a service to you, the listeners, we are releasing our pick segment as a completely separate episode, which you will hear right now. So stay tuned to the end, where I'll mention the pertinent website links or how you can enter, and I'll give you a quick update to the leaderboard as we enter into college football's week eight. So here it is. All right, so now we're going to do our week eight. Is that Are we already on week, week eight? eight. Oh, wow, it flies by so quickly. Uh, sometimes you wish it would fly quicker, like the past couple of weeks, and uh, sometimes you wish you would just uh, it would slow down a little bit. But we've got three Thursday night games this week, and we'll start out with Temple at East Carolina, and they're getting no respect because East Carolina's favored. Uh, what's East Carolina's record? Four and three. Notoriously a difficult place to play. Yes. East Carolina is notoriously yes. a very difficult. Because it's impossible to get to. Yes. <laughs> that makes a difference too. Temple is a empty six and oh. Their win is Penn State, and then there's nobody else that they've beaten. That's yeah. not good. So and Penn State's not very good. And frankly, even if they win this week, they're gonna get destroyed by Notre Dame next week. Yeah. So I'm I'm I think they're gonna go ahead and they're gonna be looking at the Notre Dame and we'll look past East Carolina and I'm picking East Carolina. I'm agreeing with you. East Carolina played Florida really tough on the road. I think um I think East Carolina wins this one. I agree. I like East Carolina. I love their logo in the middle of the field, the state of North Carolina with that pirate. Pirate in the middle. That's going to intimidate the guys from Philly. So I'm going to go with ECU as well. Georgia Southern. Now, I'm hearing some buzzing about Georgia Southern from their fans of saying they got a legit shot against Georgia this year. Yeah, sure. They're, they're coming. They're probably feeling pretty good. Yeah, they are. Well, I mean, they get to play us this year, so that is a, that help, that improves the I'm chances. I'm getting more and more worried about it as it draws closer. But <laughs> it they, does improve the chances <laughs> that they are playing us. No question. They are um, revisiting their old Southern Conference days and visiting App State and beautiful. And I, I can't stress that enough. If you've never been up to Boone, North Carolina, it is one of the most picturesque places you could go to college. I almost went to college there. I had a roommate. I was going to walk on the football team. Go ahead and laugh. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. I had already met with the football coach and you know he gave me some big stack of summer workouts because I just I played high school football I wasn't that great but I loved playing football. So yeah, I was going to walk on at Appalachian State and play football and then I was playing a high school baseball game and my mom came up to me when I was on the on deck circle, held up a piece of paper and was like, "Hey, you got into Georgia." And I was like, "Oh, cool." I mean, that was my reaction you yeah. know, back in 94 when yeah. it was kind of like, okay, well, that's, that's good. I'll make a decision after I take this at bat. Yeah. And, um, and so you know, history changed, at least for me, thank goodness, and I uh, went to Georgia. So a little interesting tidbit there. What are the records there? 6-1, 6-1. 
You don't I, care about no. my story? That's an awesome story. Okay, that makes me feel better because I just finished this heartfelt story, and then you're like, what are their records? <laughs> He's staying focused. He's on task. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I, no, he was asking the records of the team in your game. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're both what five and one. War? What was your war? This is the Sunbelt game of the week, man. This yeah, is trying to determine it the should be. It should be. It's, an, it's actually an interesting game because I just can't get into like an Arkansas State versus a ULM, but I could, I could watch this. I'm going to go with uh, Georgia Southern. I've kind of been down on Georgia Southern after they made me look bad against West Virginia. But that was week one. Yeah, right. So and they have a lost sense. They have a lost sense. So let's. I'm gonna go ahead and make them look bad again by picking them. I'm actually picking App State. I like App State. Contrarian. Cal and what's his name? The quarterback Goff. Groff. 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 Yeah, he's pretty good. At UCLA, who's hasn't been very good lately. Uh, and certainly, this is definitely that game that. You you fall asleep. That's thirty five twenty eight, and you wake up and you wake up the next morning, and it's like fifty nine to fifty two. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like a massive, oh yeah. massive point. Oh yeah, game. like a totally and like a blast. But I have to say, this feels like a game where I don't trust the freshman quarterback to actually quite score as many points as he's going to need to. I'm actually picking Cal in this game. Yeah, I'm picking Cal too. Second Thursday night game in a row for UCLA, and I'm picking Cal. What is UCLA UCLA doing scheduling all these Thursday night games? I mean, they're a that's traditional the program. Man. That's the conference. Yeah. Wow. Just got to. They do play on Thursday. Okay. They're just glad not to have a game in the Pac-10 network. So yeah. someone can actually yeah. watch it. Somebody's watching them. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with Cal as well. That game is on ESPN. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Duke, stumbling over my words. Duke, are they ranked? Yes. Wow, where have I been? Duke is five. Well, Cutcliffe's such a good coach. Duke at Virginia Tech. I will say if Virginia Tech loses at home to Duke and falls to what three and five, oh, it's getting ugly. At that point, it's hard to really justify. I know that Beamer's been there a long time. I know he's done a lot. It's really hard to justify. The pressure is going to be so intense on him. I don't think it's going to quite get to that level. Yet. I think Duke is overrated. I do not think they should be ranked. And I'm picking Virginia Tech. I'm picking Duke. I'm going to go with Duke. Is Virginia Tech's quarterback Brewer back this week from his collarbone? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Because I thought I heard he was back this week or next week. Yeah. Okay, folks, I don't know if he's back or not. I'm going to pick Duke, but if Brewer's back, I'm going to pick Virginia Tech. Fair enough. Is that fine with you? All right. Uh, Wisconsin. You do have the game. You do have this game on. Illinois. What what, It doesn't even say TV. What is it, on Big Ten Network? No, it's on. They haven't listed. It's going to be either ESPN2 or ESPN News. It's going to be News. Yeah. 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 You know, it's funny. I don't know if it was turned on ESPN News recently. It's not just highlights, half hour highlights that it used to be. Like no, ESPN yeah, News is just. They, yeah, they have their own. Pro, out of the yeah, it's program. like their own stuff now. Yeah. Um, which means that I guess they're going to have to launch an actual ESPN News channel. Yeah. That was the whole yeah. reason ESPN yeah. News. I mean, I think they started ESPN News just so they can move outside the lines. Yeah, they can push it. Yeah. They, they can make Bob Lee like, there, here you go. Here's, um, here's your channel. This is homecoming. This is a Illinois' homecoming game. You don't like to have homecoming against a opponent of the caliber of Wisconsin. This is not a great Wisconsin team, to be entirely honest. Two. And five and two. Five and two. They're not a great games. team. They lost at home to Iowa. They actually played Iowa worse than Illinois did. Yeah. Illinois actually yeah. played Iowa better. Not to get all scout about this, but I really am excited about the gray uniforms. I think they're actually pretty awesome. Uh, I still don't see Illinois winning this game. I feel like the the problem, the advantage Illinois has is the defense has stepped up, and they've been a lot better than anybody thought. Wisconsin still has a bunch of big dudes that will knock around. Illinois has so many injuries on offense right now. I have a hard time picking this game. Illinois just needs two more wins. I think they're going to come from Penn State or Minnesota or Northwestern. I do not think they will come from this game. 
I'm picking the Lana. I think West Lunt's going to West Lunt. West Lunt, uh, West Lunt. And is going to, it's going to be one of the, another one of those ugly, you know, 29, 27 affairs there where something wacky happens, but Illinois wins. That would be fantastic if that happened. My son Walker, whom you've heard a couple times on the podcast, loves anything with the W. He wears a Washington Nationals hat, not because he loves the Nationals. Well, he kind of does now that he's been wearing it so often. He wears a Washington Huskies hat. And he always talks about how if he can't play football for Georgia or Ole Miss, he'll go to Wisconsin because they have the biggest W out there. So because of that, and because Illinois has really done me wrong when I picked him uh, the two times, I picked him, they've lost, uh, I'm going to go with Wisconsin. No offense, Will. None taken. All right, Florida State (laughs) at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has lost five games in a row. Will it be a six-in-a-row Tony? Yes, Florida State will beat them. Davlin Cook will be go off. It has fallen apart for Georgia Tech, man. Well, it I totally mean, has. Their offense is completely predicated on doing just enough with their passing offense to keep teams uh, from stacking the box, and they haven't done that. It's so weird to watch Georgia. It's sad to watch Georgia Tech try to no, come back. Is it sad? No, it's not. It's it's well, it's sad in the way that like yeah, okay. Maybe it's I mean, it's not sad like watching puppies try to struggle to get out of the stream or something. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> Uh, it's more like like trying to watch like a particularly ugly like mole rat try to do it. Um, the point is to watch a team try to come back that can't throw yeah. is yeah. really kind of a uniquely weird, pathetic kind of thing. So I agree. I think Florida State's winning. Trust me, I was in college during Dooley's last days. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, puppies out of a stream! <laughs> what kind of TV are you watching? It's a pretty terrible show. Oh man, I'm going to go with Florida State, and what I can't believe is the spread is five and a half. That's cr- that's a crazy number. That, that, that scares me a little bit. Not that we're betting spreads, of course, but that's that, a crazy number. That, They're all wearing white at Georgia Tech. I saw that sign driving through Atlanta. Oh, the white outs. Oh, Are they God. wearing their honeycomb helmet? That's a cute thing that they do. They have a honeycomb. Helmet. I don't know what the teens wearing, but I know the they're encouraging their fans to wear white. They're encouraging their fans to show up. Yeah. I'm assuming they're coloring the DC's white. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> and did you know that a lot of their cheerleaders actually go to Georgia State? Yes. Yeah. yeah. See? And Agnes Scott. Yeah. I don't know about Agnes Scott. I'm just perpetuating a myth, I guess. We can live with that, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to make any comments about Agnes Scott. Um, she was a nice lady. The ring, well, the ring of power will come get you. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter over there. Have you ever been on that campus? Yes. yes. I mean, it's like stuck in the middle of Decatur, like behind the Marta tracks. Yes. All right. <laughs> Pretty buildings. Um, <laughs> Western Kentucky, my favorite undeniable or un, my favorite mascot that you can't really figure out what it looks like. Wow, they're at LSU. I wasn't aware that this game was happening. What what a weird time to have a non-conference game mm, against a decent weird. opponent. Yeah, that, not to do lines, but sixteen and a half seems low to be honest at LSU. You think so? I think so. And it's I, a night game. I know that LSU is not; they haven't quite figured out. This feels like a game where Fournette runs for two hundred yards in the first round, in the first half, and then sits out the second half. I like LSU big, big, big. I like LSU big, but I think it's going to be closer than that. West yeah. Kentucky will put some points up. Um, they actually throw the ball really well, and that's where LSU struggled last week against Florida, and especially in the first half. I think the running game is going to slow the football game down a bunch for LSU in the second half, and Western Kentucky is just not going to get the ball enough to make a difference. Did you hear how – I'm going to go with LSU as well, but did you hear the LSU place kicker describe how they called that play? 
he said that he basically went up to Les Miles and lobbied for it, and then Les Miles kind of paused. And you know how crazy Les yeah. Miles is; he's kind of like, "All right, run it." Yes. Go. Okay. 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 We're gonna run the play. We're gonna run the play. <laughs> Have a good day. Have a good day. Yeah. All right. LSU wins. Utah, number three, undefeated, six and zero. Utah, who is a fine football team. I've watched them a couple times. At struggling Southern Cal. Southern Cal's favored in this game. It's crazy. That is crazy. The thing about Utah that's great about them is that they do everything slightly above average, Yep, which is huge. That's exactly what you need, particularly against a team like USC that is just begging for mistakes. They actually looked a little bit better last week than I think we thought they might, but I, I see nothing at the level of organization of what USC is going on right now to think they should be favored. I'm absolutely taking Utah in this game. I'm taking Utah too, and bridging off of what you said, they don't do anything bad. They don't hurt themselves. They play well within themselves. They move the ball up and down the field. Not, you know, they're not. They're not going to be a big play threat. They're not going to go in and sack you ten times. They're not going to pick the ball off. They just make life miserable by playing really sound football. And for all the great coaches in that conference, they're very. Every team is dramatic. Every yes, team is yes. like antsy or yes. like weird in some sort of way, except for Utah, which is why Utah's winning that, that conference. And this also will be the source of Kyle Whittingham to Southern Cal rumors Yeah, next week. If you haven't seen Utah's special teams, if you're a Georgia fan, you would envy them so much. They just do everything well. Do I yourself mean, not, a favor. Well. And if you haven't seen, go ahead and Google Utah versus Oregon punt return. It's one of the greatest, or it's one of the greatest fake out punt returns I've ever seen. Where basically they studied Oregon. I hope I don't get too laborious in this explanation. I'll try to be brief. But Oregon had punted maybe three or four times. And they noticed a tendency where he's punting it to the right side every time. And their guys are, you know, I guess staying in their lanes towards the right side of the football field. So on about the fourth punt of the game, the entire Utah punt return team veers off to the left and the guy there's two single or there's two safeties catching the punt and the guy on the left hash mark acts like he's about to catch the ball he fakes out the camera guy he fakes out all of Oregon yet the Oregon punter punts it exactly where he has the previous three times to the right side or the guy on the right side is as you're looking like behind the Oregon's punter casually catches the ball races down the field for a touchdown yeah it was very nice it was very nice. I mean, I ran it back three or four times. It was just a. It was no. It's beautiful. actually. It was really good coaching. I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, we we didn't actually talk about the the onside kick against Missouri, uh, but it, again, it was very similar to that. They studied their tendencies and came within, you know. But they actually pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Utah. All right, now we're in the SEC for the next five games. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, we got five more games, and they're all SEC games. Well, the, technically, this one is debatable because it's Missouri. At Vanderbilt, but uh, the four and three Tigers and their struggling offense goes into Nashville to face the struggling Vanderbilt Commodores. And you know what? Tony's been on Vanderbilt's defense all year. Vanderbilt's playing at home. I'm going to go with Vanderbilt to beat Missouri. I'm picking Vandy too. I pick six three someone. Um, I will. Uh, <laughs> I will pick Vanderbilt in this game as well. Actually, no, I'm going with Missouri. Put Missouri back there. I think St. Louis Pride kicked in. St. Louis Pride kicked in. I've never been to Columbia. All right, so the Barners go to Fayetteville. That was that game is just 
fraught with all kinds of nonsense that I can't get my head around. I think Brett Bulimia's team is going to win. It wouldn't be surprised at all if it just comes off just the wackiest nonsense that Auburn does something wrong and manages to give the the win to Arkansas. Tom Crean face for Gus Malzahn? Yes. I like Auburn in this game. I have to say I liked everything was primed for them to lose that Kentucky game last night. And they year. tried hard. And they did. But like everything was running against them. People were assuming they were going to do it. Everyone, it's been a rough year across the board. And they still somehow figured out a way to win that game. I feel like Auburn is having a down year, but it doesn't look like it's going to be a complete disaster year. I'm actually picking Auburn in this game. I can't pick Auburn. I won't pick Auburn. Is this in Little Rock or is this in... uh... Probably in Fayette, Fayetteville. No, games. they've already had the Little Rock yeah, game. Right, right. They lost to Toledo. Yep. Right, yeah. right. Top 25 undefeated Toledo. Yeah. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so much I pay attention to college football. All right. Uh, Texas A&M versus Ole Miss. Wow. Ole Miss. How are they going to recover? The Texas A&M, it was kind of like what happened to us where they just got – they can probably get over that loss a lot better than Ole Miss can get over yeah, Memphis. Yeah, actually, if you look at the stats of that game and how it played out, it was very similar to our game except for – um, they they were a little more confident on offense than we were, but you know they gave up a special teams. They gave up a interception return for a touchdown. Um, Alabama just did Alabama on them. Ole Miss, on the other hand, went into a buzzsaw of an undefeated again mm-hmm. Memphis team who that was, was primed that was ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Haraway was right to be nervous about that game. Yeah, yeah. They've seen Ole Miss has seen this before. They've gone out there when when Ole Miss is like. Two and five yeah. and had this game. That being said, this really feels like a turnaround game for the for the Rebels. I I don't know why. I just think the Rebels pull this one out. I wanted to go with Mississippi the turnaround game. The thing that made me go with Texas A and M, they were put in the exact same situation that Georgia was yeah. against Alabama, and frankly showed more than Georgia did. Yeah, the, yeah, and, absolutely. So uh, that made me have a feel like they're in a better place right now and a little tougher than I thought they were. So I'm picking Texas A&M in this game. I'm going to go with A&M as well. Tennessee at Alabama. It's yeah. rare that you get excited to see. Like, after what Alabama did to Georgia, yeah. I want them, Alabama's gonna house them. to stomp the curb stomp them. of them very painfully. Yes. Like American History X curb stomp? Yes, yes. it's going to be ugly. Yes. So you're picking Alabama. Alabama big. N- no explanation needed. I'm I'm going to go with Alabama. I'm I'm pulling for him so hard. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Any Georgia fan is going to pull for him. It was a rough loss. So. Yeah. All right, and our final game of the week. I I really should have made that the final pick of the week or some other one, but this is kind of a yawner. Uh, Kentucky at Mississippi State. Well, if this game were in Lexington, of course, I picked Kentucky like nine times this season. They've lost all of them. But Kentucky matches up well defensively with what Mississippi State wants to do. But I just can't pick against Dak Prescott and that Kentucky. Uh, that, I mean, they, they have enough defense to slow Kentucky down, and I think their offense is enough to win. Yeah, I like Mississippi State as well. Yep, Mississippi State here. All right. And that'll do it for la- the picks. This so is the last time that we will be able to do this without uh, Georgia game. If you'd like to enter the WSLS Podcast Pick'em Contest, you can do so by going to funofficepools.com and follow the link, which is located on the front page of the site. You can also follow the links from the Georgia Sports blog. That website is georgiasports.blogspot.com. As for the overall leaders in our Pick'em Contest through seven weeks of the college football season, 
Number one is Polar Shark with 460 points, followed closely by Papa Doc 19 and Dog James Dog. Awesome name. For those of you wondering, our friend UGA Carey and the leader for the first four weeks of the season is only 24 points out of first and currently tied for 15th place. As for the three of us, Tony has stuck to his matrix and it seems to be working. He comes in just 33 points off the overall lead and is tied for 29th with AJ8. Yours truly and Will are separated by only one point and are right around 50 points off the lead. You can follow our show on Twitter and we're also on Instagram as well. Same handle at WSLS podcast. So thanks for listening and keep an eye out or keep an ear out, whichever works for you, for episode 20, where, as I mentioned earlier, Tony and I rank from 1 through 13 the other SEC teams that we as longtime Georgia fans find most objectionable. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy it. So, without anything else to say, we'll see you on campus.